Hi, it's Ellen DeGeneres. Welcome to my podcast. We're going to listen to some of the best moments from the show, and it's going to be hosted by four executive producers that I love. Happy listening. On today's episode of Ellen on the Go, one of our favorite comedians, Ali Wong, is here, and she tells us a hilarious story about bombing on stage in front of Eddie Murphy, Keegan-Michael Key, reads Green Eggs and Ham as Barack Obama. And four-year-old dancer Zaza teaches Twitch how to model walk. Woo-hoo. I'm Andy Lassner. I'm Kevin Lehman II. And I'm Mary Conley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ed Glavin. And Andy? welcome to Ellen on the Go, award-winning Ellen on the Go. I can't say it enough. People's Choice winner yes. for podcasting I can't say it enough. We still haven't seen the award, and there's literally no proof we won Where anything, is the award? Except for an email from Daniel. The award we is... We didn't it win. Takes, as we know, we're, look, we are, we are multiple... We are blessed to be award multiple winners. Emmy winners. Yes. You know, they give you one Emmy. Yeah. And then the rest of the qualified Emmys. people, eligible people, Takes a while they to get, get their Emmys in 16. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll believe but, it when uh, I see it. Enough about us and all our success and all our awards. <laughs> we have a very exciting guest today. Well, first of all, let's speak to yeah, Mary Connolly. Mary, Mary Connolly is not here as we tape this. She is home where there was a chance she was going to be evacuated today due to the fires. Thank God she's okay. But she unfortunately is not here for today's podcast. So wait, not evacuated? No, but almost was. Not evacuated and not at work? <laughs> I'm just, I just want to know. I'm just Stop trying it. to get that the lay of the land. Correct. The point is, But had today, to wake up her young daughters at 3 a.m. to pack a bag. So that's oh, not fun. All right. All right. That's not fun. Have a heart, you bastard. <laughs> if Ed was evacuated, he'd grab his Emmys and then go, oh, that's right. The kids are home. Grab his Emmys. He'd get his People's Choice Award for the podcast. Yes. And be run out what I would do is I would not grab the Emmys or the kids. I would say, I got to get to work. <laughs> that is true. You take care of things. That is here. correct. But let's talk about what is exciting. We have a very special guest today, one of our co executive producers and our senior talent executive, Corey mm-hmm. Pallant. Join us. Hello. Hello, Corey. So, Corey, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy that Corey Pallant has not been on this podcast already. I know. He has I was been, saying the same thing, right? <laughs> for, the, for the past year. He's, uh, he's been with us since the very first show. I know. Start, yeah, started as an assistant. Mm-hmm. I was 23. Explain first wow. what a senior talent executive does. Whatever you tell me to do. A lot of delegating. A lot of delegating. <laughs> he is in charge of every celebrity that you see on our show. He does the scheduling. He books them. He convinces them when they need to be convinced. <laughs> yes. He yep. handles that entire department. I yell so at them when they cancel. He comes to us and says, these people are available. He then puts our calendar together. And uh, that's a big operation because you have a lot of celebrities and they're doing a lot of shows and and sort of scheduling everything in. I, I, so that I love we that have you asked me celebrities, and then you uh, also sorry. answered it. I was trying to help. No, I appreciate uh, it. But how did this you start here? How did you come to us here at the Ellen DeGeneres Show? I was working prior to this. I was working at Miramax. Okay. When I know, <laughs> I don't know. For those who don't, I don't know, think I can that's tell the, Harvey I, Weinstein's that's company. Harvey, <laughs> yeah, that was Harvey and Bob Weinstein, and I conveniently signed a confidentiality agreement there. In but New I, York. In New York. What were you doing there? I was an assistant to a development executive. Okay, who got was it. Not nice to me. Okay. And wow. I, yeah, and I had to leave, and so I had put out a feeler. I had worked as a radio station in New York called Z100. It's like the uh, pop station. Yeah. Yeah. For all you New I York, I grew up listeners. in New York. Z100. I, Z100. I love Z100. Yeah. So I worked for the morning show, and I worked for. Were they located in Secaucus? They were in Secaucus. Yeah. I remember they were right <laughs> well, near Channel Nine. But they broadcast from the top of the Empire State Building. That's what they said. That's but they were they in Secaucus, New, in New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah. I remember being there. So you worked in Secaucus, New Jersey. Yes. Z100 so, was yeah. literally right near where you and I did the Morton Downey Jr. Yeah. So I worked in Secaucus. Okay. Okay. And I would get up. In the swamps. 
Well, I would get up at six in the morning to get to the morning show every day, and I one day forgot to hit the garage door button because I was just tired. And who wakes up that early at yeah. the time? Just drilled right into it. Oh, I've just back right in the car. Oh, yeah, it was a really gosh. good time. Um, and so I had interned for the Booker of the Morning Show there, and she had on her bulletin board, I'll never forget this, she had a cutout from Cosmo Magazine. It was hot jobs for women in the city. <laughs> and it was a, a booker at the time who booked David Letterman. And so I was like, oh, that's a real job. Oh. And so then I was working at Miramax, and I had to leave. And I had sent out an email saying I was interested in booking. And then Lori Blackman, who was, I yep. believe, the guest on, on your, the podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was a guest on one of the last episodes. She was looking for an assistant. And I had to get out of Miramax, and I took the job, and I thought maybe I was a little overqualified. I thought maybe <laughs> I would quit shortly after taking the job. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I was like one foot in, one foot out. And then it was very early on that I realized that I was passionate about it. Lori was amazing and I didn't know you all very well, but you guys were very supportive. And then you moved me out here after season one. And here I am. And And he's not just, but he's booked primetime shows for us. He's booked the Ellen show all these years for us. He helps to run our entire digital yeah. Platform. He's a big He's deal. the busiest person in the office. Yes. He's absolutely the busiest person. I like, just, there's something awful about it that I, the more I have, the more I yeah. want. I, I guess there's something, yeah. I, must, I hate myself a little bit, I'm sure. No, that's why. Yeah. It's you, you don't want to yeah. be left alone with your dark thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> what are you hiding so, from, Corey? So you, I know. <laughs> so you what this really is about? Yeah. This, it walks my therapist. These are important. Every workaholic is running from themselves. Yeah, exactly. This is, yeah. Corey's car is here before mine every day and here. Well into the night, we sort of. Well, he doesn't. Sort of have, he doesn't. He doesn't. Have well, you know how we now match is that my car has yeah. a scrape and yours has a dent. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Ed, do you want to tell everybody what happened this morning? Sure. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. It was a really fun morning. Um, we were sitting here in the nine o'clock this morning, and uh, I got here at around seven twenty today, and I did a little workout, and uh, I had gotten myself together and gotten everybody had come into the office. We were looking at the board, trying to figure out our week. Some people have had to cancel due to the fires. And then my assistant, Rachel, came into my office with pretty White much, as a ghost. Yeah, almost with tears in her eyes. Yep. This was not news that she yeah. wanted to deliver yeah. me. It's almost like people think I'm hot-headed. Um, <laughs> to tell me that uh, a truck driver, a driver, uh, a Teamster driver on our lot took his giant box truck and backed it into my truck, and it's, <laughs> which was just sitting peacefully in its parking spot. Yep. And just as as uh, as our as our audio producer here Moto said, he just he just opened it up like a like a like a can opener. Yeah, <laughs> my he poor ripped a giant hole. Up. Yes, in the side of Ed's truck. All I can think about is how the scrape on my car, which is parked right by Ed's, could then get blamed on the same driver. <laughs> how can I benefit from? <laughs> I Ed's thought about it. That's the first thing I smashed. thought. I was like, oh, I wonder if he hit mine also. <laughs> it could be obviously could be much much worse, but that's what a fun way to start the day. Yeah, I would imagine not. I used to have a very secure job here yes. because I knew ever since Melissa Geiger first wrote me into one, I was the guy that would do the scares. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I would tiptoe yeah. out, signature socks. Yes, runaway tiptoed. Yes, it was a big got hit. Tagged, tackled, got, I got by tackled by Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you did some some yeah. some big scares. Well, then I don't remember who was the first person to pitch it, but they decided to do a box scare in between Ellen and the guests yes. and said. Instead, and I'm too fat to fit in there. They didn't say too so, fat. They said well, they yeah. said they said they the box is tight, and you're a little big, Kevin. So speaking of which, I'm literally going to take my diet pills right now. They, Thank said, you for the the they said the box is tight, and you've outgrown all the costumes. Yeah, well. but so and we have someone much better looking 
for television. That is and not Corey true. Corey Pallant has replaced well, me doing the best scares on television. Fun fact is that the first person ever to be scared on the show was me because that's when I made Ellen watch Paranormal yes. Activity. Yes. And I told her... I hadn't seen it, and I said it was one of the scariest movies. Everyone's freaking out about this movie. You're going to just lose it if you watch it. And so then I remember she called me. I gave her the DVD. She was very excited. She called me in my office line, which, you know, that's happened once. And right. that was the one time. And she said, um, I'd like for you to come over and watch the movie at my house. So, And then, of course, I get there, and she says, do you want red wine? And all I can think about is walking around with the red wine and then oh. spilling something. I've, like, I, my whole life was flashing before my eyes. We watched the movie. It was silence. No reaction, no nothing. I was like, oh my God, I'm so fired. And then you did a monologue about me the next day, which I did not know was going to happen. And then I got called out, and then someone like dressed as a Grim Reaper came up behind me and scared me. Did she think it was scary? No, she was mad. She, she was, was mad. Actually, that she didn't think it was scary. No, and she was mad that I had built it up so yes. much. And so now. I remember that. And part. so now I recommend <laughs> movies. Oh, yeah. It was scary. I recommend movies all the time. And I, I'm very. Um, I hedge my bets. Yeah. Is it good? Well, yeah. Some people he's, would he's, say yeah, we some all people have that say, friend no. that yeah. wants recommendations, and then yeah. when you recommend them something, yes. they're yeah. mad at no. you for being. I don't like no. that. And for no. all of us in this room, that friend is Ellen. One thing that has impressed me uh, among many things that impressed me about Corey is he is genuinely an entertainment savant. Oh yes. my gosh. You can't I name a movie. It's insane. You can't name a TV show. I will literally come in and go, my kids showed me this thing on YouTube. It's it's only a streaming show. But And Corey will say, yeah. oh yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I know. I only saw four episodes. I love that. He knows everything. You ask him an actor, he'll tell you every movie he's I been in. I don't sleep. It's frightening. It's, well, that's the thing. Yeah. I don't, I'm actually, yeah. I don't sleep. It's, it's, it's also great for Ellen because... She consumes an immense amount of TV, movie, oh, yeah. of, of entertainment. And she does a lot of it because she does not want to... I mean, we're 17 years in. Yeah. And she does not... If she can avoid it, she doesn't want a guest to think that she didn't care enough to watch the project they're coming here to promote. So she yeah. tries to watch everything. And let's be honest, half of it, not great. No. You know, More half than, of it, yeah. awesome. But then, like... Not every project is great. You know, not every show we do is as good as we want it to be. And she watches everything. And she really deeply cares about how good it is or isn't. So yeah. if you tell her it's yeah. good, it better, better be, be good. It better be good. <laughs> yeah. no. But I also want, like, you want to be first. Like, we try to jump yeah. on on things early so that we get to tell people when things are right. good as and opposed to finding out about, about it later. Here's the other thing about Ellen. When she tells you... You have to watch this. You, she told me so many times I had to watch. Um, what was the the one where uh, the killer Russell? Cr no, Russell Crowe played Roger. Loudest Ames. voice. The loudest. I love voice. this. Yeah. Is the best She's like, you have to watch it. <laughs> keep you going, have keep to going. watch it. It's eight series. You have. To, and I didn't want to watch it because, to it be was honest, eight parts. You know, I, Fox News scares me. Yeah. And she, I finally, she was like, "You have to watch it. Stop. Watch it." And I watched it, and I got so sucked in. Yeah, I watched the entire series in a week. Yeah, it was brilliant. Well, like, part she's... of it was Russell Crowe as Roger Ailes was riveting. But she just doesn't recommend stuff for you to watch that's not good. If she tells no. you to watch it, it's worth watching. Here's the other thing I'll say about Ellen, <laughs> <laughs> and I love just her. I love thing. her desperately. She doesn't have kids, so that's what she loves to do: is is hang with her animals and watch things. And when she recommends something, 
like that's eight parts long. She doesn't understand the next day. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, I watch the thing. She expects so you true. to watch it immediately. So true. And she'll he, like and she'll recommend something at like eleven o'clock at night. Go. I hope you guys have seen this documentary. And then she walks in the next morning, going, "How good was that documentary?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, "Okay, here's the thing." Portia, one of our regular listeners, do not tell Ellen we were talking about her, <laughs> no. please. But she would admit this all to be true. And she also knows we would just run through a wall for her. We love Ellen. We got to talk about Ali Wong for a minute. Who, uh, yes, Ali, Ali Wong. Wong. Now I turned Corey Pallant onto Ali Wong. No, yes, no, no, true. no. I remember when you no, did it. Absolutely yeah. not. Yep. You said this he was going to love it. Is stupid. No, I, I know. <laughs> That's what I've been trying to say. <laughs> absolutely not. I refuse. So you, might, you uh, if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you know who Ali Wong is. But in the event that you don't, she's a stand-up comic. Yeah. Or you're stuck somewhere and need help, and this is the only thing on. Please let us know that you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> And she's just, she's just so funny and relatable. And the first time I watched, the first stand-up special of hers that I watched, she was like eight months pregnant. In yeah, like she always this, is pregnant in this leopard print dress, and she's she's Asian and sort of Asian American, I guess, and sort of leans into it. And she's just so damn funny, she's like so funny, so relatable, and so funny. We just like we had to have her, and we finally got her on the show last year, I think. Yeah, she was on the show for the first time. Last year, in and fact, Ellen just three times. And Ellen her. just loved her, and then we had her back, mm-hmm. and we had her back this year, and yeah. she's just, she's just money, and like she's, she's she's the nicest. Yeah, she is. I like when people ask me. It's actually the when people ask what guests aren't nice. That's when you're like, well, I can't really say. Yeah. But when people ask who you love who and really who is nice, nice yeah. she's someone that I get excited to say because she's truly just that nice she's so happy to be here she loves Ellen she loves everyone here she's just a really good person and like our show that airs today Tuesday uh, has a guest host and the guest host is Howie Mandel and he's like the nicest guy in the world also the nicest absolutely hilarious Mm -hmm. funny brings all his own material yeah and it's just a nice down to earth guy and we you know for 17 years call on him and he shows up so Ali Wong we learn in her first appearance on our show that she's cheap (laughs) yeah She's frugal. <laughs> mm-hmm. She steals yes. the snacks from, and it's not like our snacks are, you know, they're not high end. No, which we don't even pay <laughs> for. We're not, them, it's so. not Zabar's. <laughs> um, you know, they're like goldfish. And, <laughs> well, I don't discount a good goldfish. And yeah. she uh, and she just basically steals them all, puts them in her bag, and takes them home. I love it so much. And so we, no shame. Uh, no shame. And so oh we God. called her on it, and she's proud. She's mm-hmm. proud that she she says she didn't bring a big enough bag last time. She couldn't get them. <laughs> Here's a little clip of Ali Wong and Ellen. You performed in uh, somewhere where Eddie Murphy. Uh, oh my God! Right? Yeah. So D- when Dave Chappelle comes to town, every once in a while he does these like secret pop up shows. Then they the tickets vaporize like last minute. He puts them on sale maybe like an hour before the show goes on, and there are these really like secret special shows and I love doing them and I usually use them to try out new material and it's hard enough going uh, and opening a show where people are trying to see Dave Chappelle because all they're thinking the whole time is like when is Dave Chappelle coming on when is Dave Chappelle (laughs) coming on get off the stage when is Dave Chappelle coming on but then uh, Eddie Murphy was in the audience and I could see him like where was this what town was it here it was in LA yeah it was on is at this club on Sunset Boulevard and it was there was only a hundred people and quickly everyone's like the feeling in the room was not like when is Dave Chappelle coming on it was like oh my god it's Eddie Murphy oh my god Eddie Murphy's here oh my god Eddie Murphy's here oh my god Eddie Murphy's here and that's all I could think too and so 
I was planning to do new material, but instead I did 10 minutes of like my very best material at the time. Sure. And I ate it so no. hard. No. Yes, because all I could think about was I hope Eddie Murphy is laughing, but everybody knows when Eddie Murphy is or isn't <laughs> laughing because you could recognize that signature yeah. geese honk. That yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't do it right now. <laughs> I can't do it. But you know Eddie, yeah. Eddie Murphy's laugh. I know, I can't do it, but I know what his laugh is. Yeah, yeah. and there were, there were no geese to no. be heard. Oh, no. Yeah, it's terrible. Oh. But that's the thing about stand-up. You just, you, you bomb all the yep. time, and that's part of the process. Yeah. This it's, was not even that long ago. Yeah. Not, I, this was like, Two years ago. First of all, I can't imagine you bombing, and I can't imagine people, even though they're there to see Dave Chappelle, saying, when's Dave Chappelle coming on? Because you are awesome, and you're hilarious. Oh, so there's so no much. way. But I know we have these, you know, we have these memories in our head of where that laugh should be, and if it's here instead of there, yes. we're bombing. So I don't think you did bomb. All right, what do you want to talk about next, Corey Pallant? Oh, I mean, for years I've been telling you that we should book Keegan Michael Key. Yeah. Oh my God. Why does Ed have to think about this? I will things? say, here's the thing. This I is... will say the first time I ever heard of him was you were talking about how crazy your sons my were. My sons were crazy for Key and Pete. But I called yeah, your and sons that was and first... I told them. <laughs> Wait, but can we talk about Reen for just a second, yes, actually? Because yeah. this is very important. We should talk about Reen. We, we should talk about Reen. We should talk about, we should talk about And Reen. we can say anything we want because she does not, I'm sure, listen to this. Oh, she does. Oh, we're going to have to send her this clip. So for Reen is Ed Glavin's sister. Younger. Younger sister. Hotter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's no tall Who, <laughs> for many years, just as a gut check, because, you know, I come in and I pitch names that some people know, some people don't, and Reen is a gut check, so Ed would text her saying, what do you think about, and it seems like almost every time he would text her, she would agree with whatever I pitched, that you would think that she was on my payroll. So yes, she true. was a de facto booker, and I have to say, I just it was love great. her. It was great. She's a, so she's a mom of three mm-hmm. who works you know, like 30 hours a week, but still finds a way to listen to and watch a lot of television and movies. She's just a, she reads People magazine every week, pays for the subscription. She lives outside of Philadelphia. She has a husband who's a union electrician. And so, you know, she's what we would call Betty Bowling Alley. Like, she's, she's, the, she's the American viewer. You can, you can call her, and if she knows who they are, then you can guess that most people know who they are. And if she likes them, you can guess that most people... We'll enjoy seeing them on the show, and by and large, when Corey Pallant says, and Johnny too, says, ask Reen, Reen is on their side. Turns out when I cut her a check, <laughs> she'll like anyone we suggest. That's what happens. The but truth yes. is, Corey has fully, Corey and Lori, mm-hmm. have fully educated me on celebrity and pop culture. I, lo- I came into this loving ratings, loving winning, and yeah. loving music. I did. I was not a celebrity booker. I did not come from that world. I didn't want to come from that world. I didn't know who was hot and who was not, and I learned all of it here from Corey Pallant and Lori Blackman. Yeah. I'll take it. I'm surprised you're following Lori. <laughs> By the way, me too. <laughs> well, I mean, Lori... She did have car. a near life car accident. True. That maybe bumped her up the pecking order a little you're bit. Being she was more. I would she was. To dig in. She was more I topical. Thought, I thought of it. Like, can we? Can we just be on the record then? That if Lori wasn't hit by a car, then you I would have gone first. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Okay, good. Yes. Absolutely. Also, Lori really brought 100%. you to us. Yes. So we should thank the... Lori's the one who hired you. Yeah, so what? Just okay. By the way, also competitive, also hilarious. One and when it comes to being a guest, yes, yes. I should have gone first. My God, is that funny? But I'm not holding on to it. I swear. So, so Keegan Michael Key. Yes. So you turned us on to him first. 
He's become this huge star. <laughs> and throw he was on mic. the show for yep. his first appearance yeah. ever. Yeah. And Corey, I have to say, Corey, it was Corey who was like, we got to book Keegan-Michael Key. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. he's a part of Ellen's uh, project yeah. on Netflix, Green Eggs and Ham, and, and we have to book him. And, yeah, so like, we, and, yes. so we, and I like Keegan Michael Key, but basically what I know him from is things he did online right. two, ten years ago. Yeah. And so Corey tells us to book him, so we book him, or Corey books him, tells us we should book him. We book him, and he was such a fantastic guest, such a great guest, and immediately and a fan of slips and... into an impersonation. Uh, well, they played this game where a name, a book would come up, and a name of a person would come up, and he had to read that book yep. in the name of the in, in the impersonation vo- of the person who came up. So it was Green Eggs and Ham as Barack Obama. You got to listen to this. He does Barack Obama better than Barack Obama. <laughs> so I mean, good. honestly, take a listen. So here's what we're going to do. You're a big fan of uh, Dr. Seuss, and you're so good at impressions that we're going to have you read a little bit of a book, and we're going to have you do it as a celebrity that uh-huh. we pick. So I'm going to hit oh. that. All right. All right. Here we go. All right. All right. All right. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. All right. Let's see. One fish, two fish. Okay. As Barack Obama. All right. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> uh, say, <laughs> what a lot of fish there are. Uh, yes, some are red and some are blue. <laughs> some are old and uh, some are new. <laughs> tell you, some are sad, and some are glad, uh, and some are very, very bad. <laughs> Why are they sad and glad and bad? I do not know. <laughs> Go ask your dad. <laughs> now, not one of them is like the other. Don't ask why. Uh, go ask your mother. <laughs> All right. Okay. I look forward to this. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, Jay. All right, Jay. I do not like them in a box. I do not like them with a forks. I do not like them in a house, Jay. I do not like them with a mouse. I do not like them here or there. I do not like them anywhere. I do not like Green Esther Ham. I do not like on some I am. I didn't use any consonants. I, <laughs> I understood you, so it wasn't that good. Understood. That's good, okay. <laughs> One of my favorite things to come out of this season is Twitch guest hosting the show. Yeah. Yeah. I he's, think... he's, it's fun. He's so beloved. Like yes. he's so he's yeah. so comfortable. Every time he co- he guest hosts the show, I get the text from my mom saying, "I just love that Twitch." My he's dad all smiles. Me the last one, yeah. He's just so happy. Yeah, His he's happy. So he makes good. you feel good. It's been really fun to watch him. Like he used to be scared to talk when as the DJ. Yeah. Now he's freaking hosting the show. I mean, show. we met him. So he was awesome. just a dancer. Just a dancer. He was a dancer with yeah. no voice. What is that accent? I don't know. He does <laughs> he's, oh, an ama- he's an amazing guy, Twitch. Yeah. Yeah. Twitch really. He is real. He's genuinely driven. He just yeah. wants so much to be. Successful, but he's but he which he is, but it is eclipsed by his like ethics and sweetness, and he's just a good. He's just just as driven professionally. He's like driven to make himself better every single day. If you don't follow him on Instagram, you have to. It's like one inspirational quote after the other, and they all like make me stop and be like, oh yeah. 
I love yeah. his Instagram account. I mainly love trolling him on Instagram, yeah. but I yeah. do enjoy his Instagram <laughs> account. He and Allison post a lot of videos dancing. They're just the cutest little the family. Cutest. They post a lot in their living room with the kids. And but, so uh, earlier this year, we did. he guest hosted a show, and we introduced him to this little four-year-old phenom who like blew up online named Zaza. Oh, mm-hmm. gosh. Um, Zaza. I love her. Oh, my God. I, I, she's one of my favorite all-time children that we've... She's Me just, too. I wish I had that much sass. It's like oh. that swagger. I'm and, sure you do. And so we brought her, and so we brought, no, you do the model walk. Who are we kidding? <laughs> Listen, we don't talk about such things in a public forum. I don't get to see it, but I'm forum. sure there's a set of people. Do you want to see it? <laughs> Maybe if I start drinking again. Okay, good. Maybe, same. But so we brought Zaza back, and she was amazing. She was absolutely amazing. Here. Should we play it? Yeah, we should play it. Uh, let me hit the play button. Hi, Zaza. Hi. It's good to see you again. It's good to see you again. Yeah. How are you feeling? Good. What What did you call that walk that you just that you just did out here? That was a model walk, a queen walk. A model walk, a queen walk. Okay, That's I like two that. things. There's two things. Okay, and and what what does one think about when you're doing a model walk and a queen walk? That's like when you feel something mm-hmm. in your mind. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm being kind and nice. You mean like you're being kind and nice? That's how I feel. I love that. I, I, I would love to feel like that too. Do you think that I can do the model walk as well? Can you teach me how to do the model walk? Yes. You can? Can you t- Here, take me back here. Teach me how to do the model walk. Let's see. Okay. So first, okay. you have to stand here. Okay. Put your hands here. Was that okay? Yeah, you did great. Thank you very much. I felt very kind and lovely as I did that. That was awesome. Now, Zaza, I'm, you know, my family, we're about to welcome a new baby girl into our family. Do you have any advice for us? Uh-huh. You have to get her diapers. Okay. And some powder for her butt. <laughs> <laughs> and, and some powder for her butt. Okay. And then they said diapers, wipes, milk. With some water, you have to put the Milk inside first, and then you have to shake. You have to get some water, put it inside the bottle, shake it up. Shake it up. It seems like you kind of did the whoa when you shook up the water bottle. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. Maybe That's you didn't. That's kind of funny. That's kind of. <laughs> also, well, Twitch was here. Oh, wait, I, I actually oh, have no. something too. I'm oh. sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, dear. Uh, when Corey comes out and jumps out of the box. Oh, yeah, we, we didn't even go there. Sorry. We, I pivoted your story. Oh, that's sorry. okay. When, when, when Corey, uh, he's usually in a pretty big disguise. Occasionally, it's not really much of a disguise. And I get the question, is Corey single? Mm. And I don't know what to say, Corey, so I'm going to let you answer. Because a lot of the men's really want to meet you. What is that? Yeah, but I date women. Uh-oh. No. Oh, you're not out? You're coming oh. in on oh, our no. podcast. Is that I what this is? <laughs> you're going I... straight. Oh. Are you... There, there uh, was that one time when I was 17. But people always want to know. They always think you're so handsome. Well, thank you. I get it with this one, too, which makes me not happy. Mary? No, Kevin. <laughs> I always get the Kevin thing. You're so I, handsome and tall. It's tough being handsome, Kevin. Oh. This is the handsome corner. Sometime. Oh. I am very single. Very single. Very and single. Looking? Of course. 
Oh, you guys, this is very mingle? exciting for our newest podcast challenge. What? It's called I Want to Go in Corey's Box. Yeah. You will get yep. a personal tour of our scare box from Corey if you are handsome, successful, preferably taller than Corey. If you don't have a seven-figure portfolio, you can just... Yeah. No, he doesn't care about I money mean, and stuff. He just wants a nice guy. Well, I will say, Corey is very fit. He's very active. I'm sure he would yes. like an activities partner. Yes, someone. Sure. Yeah, he likes to hike. He so likes someone to do who is He's adventurous. Fit would be best. Yeah, I, yep. taller than Corey and handsome and successful. And he like it. he, he just wants boxes. someone. What do we define? He needs as someone to do something with the two hours a day he's not at the office. <laughs> yes. If you want to fill those two hours of. Do you fun. want to get married? Like, do you want to settle down? Or are you not sure? What no. are we doing right now? I don't. I. What are we doing? I can speak for Corey. No, what? he's not no, ready. He's to not interested in settling down. That's not true. Oh, I don't if want it's the right person came along. Well, I don't want to settle down with someone poor, but <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Jason Gellis, his mom or dad, told him it's just as easy to marry someone rich as it is to marry someone. Yeah. Poor. By the way, so true. <laughs> Here's the thing: when you fund someone else's lifestyle for a while, yeah. it gets old. Yeah. So it does. I've got a lot of that in my past. Yeah. So I'm at a point now where it's like yeah, you've done. I can it, pay my own there. bills. I'm good. I'd like someone who someone yeah. They don't have to take care of you, but they can they can stand yeah, on their own. Maybe this meal's they can on, tribute. Maybe this meal's on you. Yeah. Maybe this one. Maybe yeah. you take care of this one. Maybe this exactly. one. Yeah, so it's been a year. Maybe you pay for one meal. So tweet us a picture of yourself. We're looking for men only, tall, successful, handsome, and fit. Easy. Like just, it's four things you got to do. That's it. Just four things. Hashtag, I want to go in Corey's box. And Corey is spelled <laughs> we'll, C-O-R-E-Y-S. And he will show you. Personal tour of, of the, the set scare box and, and what it's box. like down there. This is very exciting. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Wait, We're going to find love. How are we narrowing down the field? Well, don't worry about it. That's Kevin. No, thing. that's all it works. That'll about. be our next podcast. <laughs> we'll don't just you show worry. you our final pick and it's going to yeah. be fine. No, no I know. No, no. You have to get a vote, of course. You'll get a it's vote. For you. But do I get more than one vote? Yes. Like, of it, I get the vote. Yes. And we get six vetoes. Okay, gotcha. I like how this works. I hate you so much. I know. Obviously, what we will check tax returns. Obviously, yeah. I'm also I'm very easy. <laughs> oh God, very easy this is on a the family eyes. podcast. Very easy on the eyes. This is meant. a family podcast. Subscribe to. By the way, that was a wonderful podcast. I think we should keep Corey around for another Corey, one. Corey, thank Since, you for yeah. joining us. Oh, I get to stay. Yeah, we'll decide in a private vote. Oh, okay. Subscribe today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, <laughs> or wherever you're listening right now. And don't forget to watch Ellen Weekdays for even We're more. We're glad you're safe and sound, Mary Berry. Ellen See you fun. soon. Bye, Mary. Bye, Portia, as Mary would say. We would so love to know more about you here at Ellen on the Go please head over to Wondery.com slash survey. It's a really short survey that will help make this show better. The Wondery.com slash survey. W-O-N-D-E-R-Y dot com slash survey. We'd really appreciate hearing from you.